<coughs> Kingdom Hearts has a 20-year history. Kingdom Hearts has been on multiple consoles, has had a lot of iterations. There is only one game in Kingdom Hearts history that I can point at and say that I was disappointed. Okay. As much as I feel like I should beat the shit out of myself for saying it. Kingdom Hearts 3 was not a great game. There, I said it. I have no real <clears throat> agenda to that because mm -hmm. I didn't play Kingdom Hearts 3. So... I mostly just watched cutscenes, and it's like, yeah, this is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So, <coughs> the the story to Kingdom Hearts 3... Friendship? Sora saves everybody? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that checks out. Things... <sighs> okay. The story, was, the story was still Kingdom Hearts. It... In some parts, was not the most solid storytelling that Kingdom Hearts has ever produced. But, like, overall, I was still like, yeah, I. Kingdom Hearts 3 labored in development hell for <clears throat> a variable eternity. Uh, it jumped consoles. I think it was originally supposed to be a PS3 title, and it, they elected to remake, like, release it on the PS4 instead. So um, that delayed it and changed things. As far as like a game goes, the there didn't it didn't feel like there was much of a game. If you were part of the Final Fantasy community when Final Fantasy thirteen came out, you probably heard the phrase Final Hallway thirteen. Which basically stemmed from people feeling like Final Fantasy thirteen was very linear, it was basically on rails, and you couldn't deviate, which for a big part of the game was kind of true, but it really didn't necessarily feel like that, and to me anyway, and it was still, in my opinion, a very good game. <clears throat> Kingdom Hearts 3 is a hallway. You Coming you, from somebody who does not agree that Final Hallway 13 was a hallway, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 was a hallway. Was a hallway. Uh, you, <coughs> you, you visited worlds in a pretty specific order, if in the event, there was a couple of times that I think maybe you could kind of choose what order you did things in, but it, like, there was enough information you knew maybe that wasn't the right order, but since you were given the option, you were like, do I need to go here and level up? <laughs> but instead what happens is the story gets told kind of out of order, and it kind of fucks with shit, as far as the storytelling. <clears throat> so, really, you're basically given a very linear way you're meant to go through this game, um, the, any choices you can make can only fuck you over as far as the story goes. The, uh, <clears throat> the whole thing really plays out. There's relatively few side quests. They don't, <clears throat> excuse me, Goodness. they don't feel engaging. There's no crafting. The new gameplay mechanics are, are just super cinematic combo moments and things. The whole thing felt like a movie that someone was forced to try to make into a game. I was about to say, Kingdom Hearts <clears throat> 3, the movie, except sometimes you get to kill things. Yeah, it was... If it had been intended to be an interactive movie, that would have been great. Because they could have... Except for the fact that it would be the worst interactive movie ever made. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, there's... <clears throat> it really did feel like, though, that they they really just wanted the whole thing to be one cinematic, like, cinematic from beginning to end, and it just... It was not a good game. If you strip away all the game, it probably makes for a really good movie. I have thought a couple of times that I would sit down and just watch purely the cutscenes from beginning to end and see how it holds as a movie. I haven't done that. I've been really psyched about Kingdom Hearts lately, so I might finally do that. <clears throat> uh, they actually sort of did that for for the for uh, the first mobile game, Kingdom Hearts Key. Uh, in one, I think it was two point eight. One, one of the remaster collections, they actually assembled a movie out of like the CG cutscenes and like there's there's like some new animations and um um and so on. Um, it's about an hour long, so it's not like a feature length movie, <clears throat> but they basically assembled the story of. Excuse me. What what you really need to know from Key into a movie, and they and they and they did that to prep everybody for Kingdom Hearts three because they were like a lot of people didn't play the mobile game, <clears throat> which I mean I guess is fair, but um, I pride myself on having played every Kingdom Hearts game on the console that it was intended. <laughs> I'm not a remaster screw. <laughs> no, um, I I actually don't own any three any of the remasters. I've thought about getting them for the for the extra content like the movie, but but anyway. I just haven't. Um, if you did decide to start getting the remasters, you're better off just saving your money for, like, Warhammer models. Yeah. Because there are as many remasters as there are canon games. Yeah, there'll be there'll be a new remaster collection, probably of all the remasters for <laughs> when they release Kingdom Hearts 4 in 20 years. <laughs> 70. Seven, yeah. Uh, Will we see Kingdom Hearts 4 before we die? <laughs> Man, the plot thickens. Uh, so, I, <clears throat> like I said earlier, Kingdom, actually I guess now it's probably last episode. <laughs> like I said last episode, Kingdom Hearts 2 is the pinnacle for me, like as far as Kingdom Hearts being a game. Because there was there was so much depth and creativity. <clears throat> As Kingdom Hearts has evolved, it went from being conceivably a standalone game in Kingdom Hearts One that didn't have to have a sequel to and was a very lighthearted overall affair. It was like for something that's like ooh darkness, like it for the most part wasn't that dark. <clears throat> but that has since like as it has like the series has gone on. It has gotten deeper and more serious and darker and much darker in some some areas. And we eventually were introduced to this thing called the Keyblade War. <laughs> and the Keyblade War was originally very mysterious. And uh, then Birth by Sleep came out and we learned some more about it. And then the mobile games happened and we learned a lot more about it. Uh... But so, I remember when it was first hinted at in the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 2. Yep. And that is the reason I always play Kingdom Hearts on the highest possible difficulty setting. Because there's only two ways to unlock those secret endings. Play on the highest difficulty settings or a 
setting or 100% the game. And we all know I'm not about to 100% the damn game. <laughs> the shittiest part is... And this is my one major complaint about, like, the way the games are constructed. Mm. It's not consistent. You're not any... Getting to the secret ending of Dream Drop Distance is not any easier if you play it on Proud Mode. Oh, that is actually true. Yeah, you're right. Um, the, uh, but yeah, so, secret ending of Kingdom Hearts 2, you just see three, like, cool armored, like, cool, cool fuckers just walking toward the camera. Armored motherfuckers. Yeah, they got capes, it's so cool, like, they're just so cool. And they're surrounded by, like, all these keyblades just, like, blade down and, like, stuck up right in the dirt. And forming this crossroads. Yep. And, uh, like, it flashes text on the screen, and it's like, uh, like, all these things, and I don't, I don't remember exactly what all it was, what all flashed on the screen, but I remember specifically that the Keyblade War was on there, because that was the first time we'd heard anything about it. And then it was like, it all began with Birth by Sleep. And then we had to wait for ages for Birth by Sleep to come out. There were also... I think they were also approached by, like, another armored fucker whose yes. outfit was, like, that's that's Dark Riku's outfit. And it's like, what? Yep. And you had just completed Riku's, like, the end of Riku's redemption arc. Yep. In Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yep. Like, the series immediately took a very dark turn, and, like... Here you go, bitches. <laughs> because, like, in, in this this opening scene turns into, like, to, like, a full CG fight sequence between these three and these other two fuckers. And, like, um... Why is that old man dressed like Ansem? Except he's not Ansem! <laughs> Except he is! <laughs> Except it's worse. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Xehanort. <laughs> because even people who aren't Ansem are, are sometimes Xehanort. And everyone who is Ansem is Xehanort, except for Ansem. Right. And Ventus is... It, Ventus is Vanitas is... Some random dude is what was his what was his original name? Shit. I don't fucking uh, know. I can't remember. <laughs> and sometimes and get this, sometimes Xehanort's just you. <laughs> you, the player. <laughs> so spoilers. <laughs> You're Xehanort too! Huge spoilers. So uh Union Cross. After so after the world ends. And so, so basically, the okay, the whole story to the mobile games is there's this dude called the Master of Masters, and he is perpetually obscured by an Organization 13 robe. You never see his face. I'm pretty sure it's Ryan Reynolds under there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for, for real, go home. <laughs> After y'all finish watching this today, 
watch. It's called Kingdom Hearts Back Cover. That's the. It's like it's about an hour long. It's that's the whole story of um, the mobile game of, of of Key. And uh, I swear to you, if that's not Ryan Reynolds, I'll eat his robe. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so basically the master of masters had five, had six students. He, uh, gave all six of them a, um, a task to carry out and was like, I might fade away at some point. If I do, it's up to y'all. Good luck. Whoops. (laughs) And so, (laughs) I just kind of stopped existing. So basically, he he instructed. He was like, "You're going to do this thing for in case the world ends." Like he told five of them, "Like the world's going to end." He was like, he gave, he was like one of them, like what? You're going to fucking like make sure that you're going to collect the best of the best and enable them to pass on to the next world to keep the light alive so darkness doesn't win, and just like lay these plans for. For all this shit, and then he faded, and then he just disappeared, faded away to what to whatever. And so, sure enough, eventually the Keyblade War happens. That world is destroyed. The chosen ones are sent on to the next world, which winds it winds up being a digital world, like a digitized world. Um, excuse me. So on and so forth, and um, one of the main char- like one of the char- main characters from that portion of the game, becomes Larkseen eventually, way down the line. Like so, they're digitized, but they're, like there's these time traveling escape pods, so they can escape out of the digital world into the reborn world, the reborn real world, and so on and so forth. Anyway, the point is. All this shit happens. The player, like you as like your your player character, is reborn as Xehanort. So you are actually Xehanort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's anthem. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is worse than fate. <laughs> it's um it's 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 some it's it's bonkers it's it is it's not convoluted it's deep <laughs> i didn't think it was fake or i didn't think it was possible to be more convoluted than fate <clears throat> because i'm not even that into fate right i've only actually seen the what is it 2015 unlimited blade works mm. mm-hmm. and assorted clips from a couple of other things so i don't actually know that much but i know a fucking lot <laughs> <laughs> and it's too much right uh but no kingdom hearts yeah. i think is more spaghetti yep. than fate it might be uh, but yeah, the, 
But now I was I was hoping Kingdom Hearts three was going because like we had Kingdom Hearts two and that was like our last console console Kingdom Hearts game like like basically Kingdom Hearts one Kingdom Hearts two and three were our console games everything else was like was like handheld like Nintendo handheld or mobile so like I was. I was like, this is the chosen one, this is going to be Kingdom Hearts 2 on steroids, this is going to be the greatest Kingdom Hearts game. And it just wasn't. Yeah. It was, it, it was, like, the story was there, it just, as a game, it lacked any depth. Um, I, having seen, so like, in, in, in the, the secret ending fight, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 that we were talking about, so, um, the three being Ventus, Aqua, and Terra. Terra. They go fight Xehanort and um, Benitas. And the series, like, it's so dark. It was such a dark turn for the series because, like, Ventus's armor, like, his helmet got broken. And then Xehanort just throws him and just drops him. And, Off like, a mountain. Yeah, and he, like, he's, like, he looks dead. Like, like, he looks like he's dying. And, like, like it's just such a desperate struggle. But during this, uh, there's, like, a literal just continuous stream of Keyblades that, that they're, like, being psychically wielded. And there's just, like, just thou- like hundreds, if probably, I mean, there's thousands of Keyblades. And I was like, I wonder... It was like, we'll be able to craft so many Keyblades in Kingdom Hearts 3. No. no. Each world's got its own, and that's it. <laughs> and they're not even, like, any of the cool ones. Like, I mean, they're all kind of... Like, most of them are kind of cool, but, like, they're they're all... The majority of them are the ones we've seen before. And, you know, like... Yeah, each one kind of gives you, like, a unique power, which is kind of cool, but, like, how cool would have been had, if there would have been way more? What what I wanted, I wanted I wanted Kingdom Hearts to do Borderlands. I wanted I wanted there to be Borderlands level of like the the equivalent of the number of possible weapons in Borderlands. I wanted the same thing to exist with Keyblades. Like I just wanted to be able to craft so many Keyblades that it was just stupid. That would have been really cool. Uh yeah, and so you know what. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make my own game. <laughs> going to make your own Kingdom Hearts? I'm going to call it King of Hearts. King of Hearts. And, um... We're, uh, uh... Literally. Your own Kingdom Hearts game with Blackjack and Hookers. With Blackjack and Hookers. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll, uh... Maybe Blackjack anyway. Yeah. You uh, could have a game called King of Hearts and not have Blackjack. Right, the main antagonist is going to be called Handsome, and and it's going to be like you're handsome. And it's like, why? Well, yes, thanks for noticing. I'm <laughs> like, why is everyone handsome? It's like because we're beautiful. Dude shows up that they thought was evil is not e- turns out not to be evil. You're not handsome. Ouch, that hurts. No, I meant you're not him. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not handsome. See, you said it. You're not handsome. I'm beautiful. Damn it. 
It'll be great. <laughs> oh man. But uh I'm actually at a loss. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it'll it'll be it'll be dope. Uh I'll play it. <laughs> main character is just gonna be called Sore. Sore. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sore. You need some medicine for that? <laughs> it's just gonna be like instead of Riku, it'll just be Rick. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> introduce your main character as Sore. <laughs> Sword from what? <laughs> Look, you banned genitalia from our last D and D campaign. I did, and you're gonna name the main character of your game Sore. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um. Man, it'll be great. It's already it's already number one bestseller. God. It's already number one. <laughs> uh, so, just in case, though, you guys haven't noticed, um, you know, we talked about how Kingdom Hearts Four won't come out for another seventy years. They did finally release a trailer for it. Finally. Did you, have you seen have you seen the trailer? I have not. Okay. You told me about it the other day, and I meant to watch it, and then I, like, I read your message, and I was like, okay, yeah, that'll that'll be neat. I'll have to check that out. Close close our chat. Forgot it exists. That's life. So they recently released the trailer for it. Um, first off, let me just say the trailer is beautiful. They are leveraging that next gen hardware. Uh, and software uh, to good effect. Uh, so, for anybody who hasn't seen it, go watch it yourself. Um, but, uh, long story short, um, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, we lost Sora. Um, Sora died, and also kind of didn't. Yeah, so the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 opens with Sora waking up on a couch in a city that looks like any normal metropolitan city on Earth. Generic LA slash NYC clone. Yeah. Slash Tokyo, maybe? Yeah, Uh like, like Tokyo, but none of like, like... like I was like, wait, San Francisco. San Francisco. <laughs> uh, like, like no immediate, like overt Asian influence, but like somehow, like it did feel like if somebody took New Los Francisco. Yeah, like if somebody took Los An- like Los Angeles, and somehow made it like and. Like, it feels a touch Asian. I don't know if it's because of how clean it was or, or what, but anyway. Um, and there's just, like, like, and he walks out, like, he goes out to this balcony, he's like, what happened? And like, he looks down, there's, like, business people going on about their day talking on cell phones. Like, it's it's a modern-day city. And So I'm looking at the thumbnail mm-hmm. for the trailer on 
on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, graphics-wise, Sora is literally just... Like, you talked about leveraging next-gen assets. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that dude is literally just a fucking K-pop star. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Like, that's not CGI. That's just a K-pop man. Basically. Yeah. Like, it's... It is beautiful. Um, and then there's this mysterious girl who walks up. She's like, hey, you've been asleep since you got here for, like, seven days or some shit. And she's like, you're probably wondering where you hey, are. Dude, I dig your vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> probably wondering where you are or something to that effect. And she's like, this is an afterlife of sorts. Or an afterworld of sorts. Then there's like, you know, Giant Heartless appears. Sora pops down to fight the Giant Heartless. There, we get a glimpse of some, some new power-ups, which... Honestly, wearingly reminds me more of Kingdom Hearts 3 than it does anything else. Um, but, like, I'm not judging for by any means. I'm extremely excited for it. <clears throat> Overall, we don't find out too much, necessarily. But it, it's a very promising glimpse. Uh, we do know Kingdom Hearts 4 will involve the missing masters. Or master. Master or masters. Presumably, at least, presumably including the Master Masters from, I don't know, there's, overall there's really not too terribly much to unpack. Well, I'm pretty sure the girl he meets, just looking at him, mm -hmm. is or just looking at her, is uh, Mikuru Asahina from The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzunia. <laughs> I mean, who, look, I mean, why, why shouldn't a character from... From Haruhi, also be handsome. Call me cool! Koizumi, I would believe, but not me cool. I, uh, I, I, I don't know this. Like, I haven't, I haven't, like, it's been, it's been a minute since I've, since I've done the mobile games. Um, the, they went offline, like, 2019 or 2020 or something like that. The last one did. So, like, it's been a hot second since I've looked at the storyline. But, um... She might conceivably be one of the, like, OG Keyblade wielders that, like, escaped the destruction of that world. Um, I'm not positive. Um... Her hair's long enough to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, um... <clears throat> was there... There was, there was a little cat... Is, did you just watch the trailer? Is that what you were doing? I'm looking at it. Is there a little cat thing? I have not seen a little cat thing yet. Maybe I'm But I'm not halfway up. through it yet. Okay. Um, let me know if you see a little cat thing. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not. I'm not super positive about that. Um, the uh, there's also been a random image. Uh, get released of some fucker in an organization thirteen robe. Can't see, can't see the face or anything. Shit, that man is dead. <laughs> yeah, props. Um, the uh, but that's gotten people real psyched. Um, again for the next mobile game, which will be 
Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. You know, there's I, I I could I could see us getting Missing Link honestly in the maybe next year. Uh, I will definitely play Missing Link. Um, I'm not I'm not gonna miss it. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three did do a kind of a cool thing. So I think it was the first Kingdom Hearts to have DLC, which I have a love hate relationship with DLC. Um, but the um, Kingdom Hearts three DLC Remind. You did get to see like it added it added a, a a nice little bit of like bonus story to the game. I I just wish that it had been you know included in the game. <laughs> I don't know. I I really hope so. Being a triple A title, I'm sure probably not. I really hope they weren't making Kingdom Hearts four in Unity. <laughs> <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4 was made in Unity has to be scrapped and redone from the ground up <laughs> I have to imagine that that's not the case yeah no I'm sure it's I'm sure it's Unreal 5 I was deeply concerned there for several minutes because Hollow Knight Silk Song mm -hmm. was being developed in Unity yep one of the streamers that I follow on YouTube uh, was making a game of her own in Unity. Mm -hmm. And she was very sad. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it was it was a very sad day for the community just as a whole. Um, like, even if you weren't... Like, even people who weren't developing in Unity were just like, the oh, actual fuck. Oh, no. Like, there were... Like, there was a... <coughs> um, I don't. I don't remember if it was an like if it was another developer, or like, or I don't remember if it was an engine company or another or a developer, but like some like somebody with like some organization with money, not any any way related to to Unity. They were just like, fuck fuck you, Unity. And they just donated a bunch of money to like Unity competitors. Well, <laughs> like here's some here's some operating capital. Y'all go do shit. <laughs> Man. It was like, just everybody was just suddenly like, mm -mm, no, Unity, Unity's got to go. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. Man. One thing that I hope, so, in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, trap, so, one of the primary cornerstones of Kingdom Hearts is that there's all these worlds that exist as, like, their own... They're separate, but they're not parallel universes. Like, it's all... Arguably in the... Like, you can think of them as different planets. Yeah. Um, scattered throughout space. And, like, they're all, like... All these different Disney worlds, like Little Mermaid and... and um, um, Halloween Town and Agrabah and so on and so forth. They all exist in their own little bubble. And to get through them, you have to get on, in one and two, you get on these gummy ships. Quote unquote, that's what they're called, they're gummy ships. They're spaceships made out of these little building blocks, and you travel from one world to another on them. Chip and Dale are the engine, yes, the rescue rangers are the engineers that help you with this. And 
there's like combat that takes place in 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 between, like like in the in between world and everything, and like you have to upgrade your ship to make it through, and like there's all these different blocks you can get. I want them to bring that back because that was a fun piece of like little aspect of the game that <coughs> got lost along the way and just didn't show up in in any meaningful way later on. I'm not super like visual artistically creative. Mm-hmm. And so kind of as a result, you know, you get into like Fallout 4 uh Fallout 76, things where you have, like, a space that you can build in. Yeah. And you can do all kinds of cool shit. Mm-hmm. I don't make good use of those things. And so I don't enjoy them a whole lot. Um, because even if I can think of something that, like, you know, it would be cool to build this, I can't see it. Mm. And so I don't know how to build it. Right. The gummy ship stuff was fun as fuck. Right? That was a building process that I loved. It was so good. And it was... uh, And, you know, you could look at it as, oh, man, another thing that I gotta collect. No, man, that's another thing that you get to do. (laughs) Like, it it added... Like, it's just... It's such a fun part of of the world. Um... Which, and I mean, part of it is that, like, later on, people are, like, getting powerful enough, they're able to open their own corridors between and shit. But you know what? <laughs> maybe, maybe we can just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh... Oh, shit, that guy's going through a dark corridor, and the moment he touches down, Shit's going to be bad where he lands. Let's get in our gummy ship and blast him to fucking hell. That's right. Oh, so good. <laughs> Man. That would be a cool sequence. That would be... That would be a really cool sequence. I mean, look, I'd be I'd be all about a major boss battle that took place on my gummy ship. Especially since, like... Like, if you weren't paying attention to your gummy ship the whole game or just kind of cheesing your way through shit, suddenly, well, yes, I better go look for some blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that Kingdom Hearts brand Star Fox. <laughs> Quick, Donald, do a barrel roll. Oh, don't trust Donald to do a barrel roll. Let me tell you one thing. Okay, Square Enix, if you're listening. I'll trust Donald to handle my Nova Bombs, but not my barrel roll. Donald Duck can cast the most powerful spell in all of Final Fantasy continuity, but he can't fucking heal me? What? Look. He can cast heal. He actually can. He just fucking doesn't in three. Like, that's... <laughs> if there was a game, if there was an actual new gameplay mechanic in three, it was the mechanic where Donald can but doesn't heal you. <laughs> I do think... That it was not necessarily a wise decision <laughs> to be like, canonically, who's more powerful, Donald Duck or Bahamut? <laughs> Donald Duck. Look. <laughs> oh, man. 
You know, like, I'm glad... I don't know. I... The whole point of spirits of the world is that they are spirits of the world. Yeah. And you know what? I think I th it would add, it would honestly be cool because, like I said, like we've kind of gotten summons in uh, like a few forms or fashions. Like you could summon certain characters in Chain of Memories. Your um, Dream Eaters kind of served as summons to some degree in Dream Drop Distance. They were mostly partners. Yes, they were party we, we have, but we have never really had a true summon mechanic. And even That's if it was just one party member, like that, that was basically a shaman or something that could summon some of the classic Final Fantasy summons. I think that would be badass. That would be. Um. <coughs> And, you know, like, I know Kingdom Hearts has never been turn-based. But what if it was? And what if I could make Donald heal me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but no, it would, it would be cool to... Yeah. Interrupt. Hit me. Let me cast this as an instant. Like, even... The, like, even the actual battle mechanics of Tales of Symphonia mm -hmm. were real-time. They were not turn-based. Right. You could set up strategies mm -hmm. with your party members where, like, you've got, you've got this party member that does healing... Well, one of the strategy options you can tell them is to prioritize healing. Yep. Final Fantasy XII had a similar system with it called Gambits. Okay. Um, and you were like, you basically slotted priorities, uh, like actions in their priorities. Uh, Thirteen had uh, a role system. Paradigms. Had They had paradigms. And basically you could set up roles within, like, a, uh, you could create collections of roles and switch between those roles during combat, and that would, um, you could also switch between controlling individual characters, but, like, the characters you weren't controlling would act according to their role, um, and so on and so forth. It's doable, like... Yeah. Would be a cool new mechanic for Kingdom Hearts 4, it's all I'm saying. Right. Uh, like, I remember in Tales of Symphonia specifically, like, each character, you could you could set them up, you could set up their orders in on three different levels. You could tell them the actions you wanted them to take. You could tell them the range that you wanted them to take that at mm -hmm. and you could tell them how much of their what are essentially magic points mm -hmm. what are essentially their mp that they needed to conserve right on and so like for boss battles i had an all-out strategy mm -hmm. where it's just like 
No, it wasn't the range. It was the targeting. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, the healer heals and everybody else uses their, uses their most powerful abilities on the same target that the player is targeting. Yeah. And they conserve nothing. They just unload. You see that dude over there? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you see that guy over there? Let's stop seeing him as quickly as possible. Yeah, basically. Man. I, overall, I have nothing but high hopes for the future of uh, Kingdom Hearts. Um, I am... I am a little dubious as to when we'll actually see Kingdom Hearts 4 release. Um, and I, but I believe, I 100% believe that it can be a good game. Um, if, uh, yes, arguably could also be a bad game, but any game could be a bad game. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, um, the potential's there. Um, hopefully it won't labor for the rest of my life in development hell. But uh, as far as predictions, if if anything in this series can possibly be predicted, what do you have any thoughts? Sora is Xehanort. Look, <laughs> statistically, probably. Statistically, probably. By the end of the, by the time they decide to end the series. Either, either Sora will have been Xehanort all along, or Sora will be the only one who has never been Xehanort. Right? I, I sort of think, uh, um, I sort of think. Sora could wind up being the, like, a reincarnation of the Master of Masters. Who, as far as we know, is not Xehanort. <laughs> it has never been Xehanort. Uh, or Ansem. <laughs> I... With, with his... I don't know. I... We really have never gotten the Sora's the Chosen One storyline out of Kingdom Hearts. It's always been, oh, this motherfucker's talking about Juice who won't quit. <laughs> it's always just, mm, no, you fucked about with my friends. I won't let you get away with that. It's time. It's time to throw down. The closest thing we got to Sora being characterized as any kind of Chosen One was like in Kingdom Hearts 3 with the whole power of waking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're... Uh, yeah, pretty much the only chosen ones in Kingdom Hearts are like the Princesses of Light. From um, the first game. Uh, well, I mean, they're, they're a thing in um, 3 as well. Are they a thing in 3? Yeah, because okay. they... Like, it's not... Like a huge plot point, but they've mentioned that you know, like about Kyrie being one of the princesses of light. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, Sora Sora has always just kind of been almost an everyman character who just like Okay, so have you, have you ever you have you ever seen Gurren Lagon? I think I've asked you this before. I have not. So in Gurren Lagon, your fighting spirit is equal to your fighting power. Okay. Like like it's a little like the Matrix. The more you think you can, like, the, the more fired up and the more you think you can do it, the more likely it is you can do it. That That's basically the special thing about Sora, is that, like, he cares enough, he has enough, like, hope and light in his heart, and wants, wants to save his friends bad enough that he just gets what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, in a way, the Keyblade chose him, Specifically, specifically, the Kingdom Key chose him. Yeah. Um, which is not, I would say, is the base, like, it's not the Keyblade. The, the Keyblade is a different Keyblade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to set myself on fire. There is a Keyblade that is the KI Blade, and it is... It's, it's the Greek letter Kai. Right. Pronounced key. Uh, Pronounced key. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> uh, so it is in the shape of an X. It's basically two kingdom keys in the shape of an X. Yeah. And uh, so I would say that the kingdom key is the base keyblade, but it's not the keyblade. So in, in that sense, I guess he was chosen, <coughs> but... Um, but like even in Kingdom Hearts, well, he wasn't—he—he was chosen based on his qualities and not so much his destiny, as far as we've been told so far. Like, and so maybe you can explain this to me because this is definitely something that I do not understand. All right, Riku is the Keyblade's chosen one, as of the first game. Right. But Sora gets the Keyblade. Because reasons. Yeah. And, like, they even have a scene where, of course, Riku's been groomed by the villains for the entirety of the game. Right. And they're like, or he's like, you were just the delivery boy. And then he holds out his hand and Sora's kingdom key just zoop right into Riku's hand. Yeah. No problem. What? <laughs> How? Why? I mean, okay, so... Is it because of the little ritual that Tara does to Riku in Birth by Sleep? Is that the whole explanation? I I don't know that that's necessarily the whole explanation. So, like, that's... As, as far as I know and remember, that is the most of it. So, Keyblades, at least some of them, are, I, I hesitate to say sentient, but so, like, there is there is a force tied to the Keyblades, and I don't know if it's, quote-unquote, light in general, if it's Kingdom Hearts. I don't, I don't know exactly where that will comes from, or if it's even, even if the will is just unique to each Keyblade. But so, when... They're not sapience or sentience per se, but... Some manner of will. Yes. Um, there's there's definitely an aspect of um, a key, like, you can't, there's a process to becoming a Keyblade wielder. And so, like, 
mostly it was the ritual that that was done, but um, I think that I think that the Keyblade had enough will of it, like enough will to be like, no, nah, Sora, Sora is good enough. Like, like Sora is legit. Sora's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'll settle for Sora. Sora, so, so, like Sora. Oh, <laughs> Sora's good enough, but Riku has priority. Like, Riku has, like... Sora is raw potential. Riku has the, like, the establishment. So, like, like Riku, Riku takes priority. But... Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> In the eyes of Akira Toriyama, yeah. Vegeta's good enough, but... The principal two Saiyans. It was four. Three and a half. Five. It was four and a half. It was four and a half. Vegeta, Goku, Vegeta's brother, and Broly, and then go on. Okay. <laughs> four and two halves, counting future trunks. Four and three halves, counting Goten. Four and four halves, counting. Present trunks. Four and five halves counting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Four. <laughs> We've got four halves. Yep. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> this needs to be Kingdom Hearts, but I'm busy now. Wait. If. Uh, if. No, no, I have to do math. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> half. Four halves. Or four. <laughs> four. <laughs> is just shitting itself. <laughs> so four halves is <laughs> eight fourths. Yeah. Pan. Nine fourths. <laughs> Vegeta's daughter. Ten fourths. <laughs> No, she's a half. Um, um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> nine, nine fourths. Yep. Eleven fourths. Yep. Okay, there, you go. there we go. We're on track. <laughs> All four and eleven fourths saves. <laughs> Eleven, eleven, eleven. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so you know. Okay, so so Goten and present trunks. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. They're they're like they're like they've grown up together. They're basically the same age. They're the same percentage of Saiyan um, to human. They're they few. They're very good at the fusion dance. They fuse very easily. Because they're, they're obviously super compatible. So, we have seen their fusion dance. We, A, we've never seen their Patara fusion, which would be cool. What? Ten? <laughs> ten? <laughs> his, I, his name's just fucking ten. <laughs> or Tren. Tren. Look. Um, okay, so... I propose, I propose a storyline... That doesn't 
Because it... Trunnin. As much as I love Goku and Vegeta, I I, I feel like we need need some story that doesn't follow these fuckers. Yeah, absolutely. uh, So I propose... I propose a storyline which leads to um, <clears throat> there being some argument as to why they should finally use the Patara fusion instead of the fusion dance. Which I think the Patara is supposed to be, like, A, it's, mo- it's traditionally a permanent fusion. The only reason it's temporary for Vegeta and Goku is because they're too powerful. I feel like they retconned that in Super. Oh, that, maybe? That, like, oh no, you're not Kaioshin. So it's oh, not permanent for you. Right. But I think that... Uh, <coughs> I do think it is supposed to be a more perfect fusion, maybe, versus the fusion dance or something to that effect. Um, but basically, a, a a proposition that, shit, we're in fucking trouble. You've already been beaten in your fusion dance form. The Patara fusion will give you a little bit more of an edge you need to do the Patara fusion. They're like, we don't want to fucking do the Patara fusion. We're just going to dance again and then go kick his ass. And so, like, they go to do the fusion dance and then, like, some adult's like, no, you're going to fucking Patara fusion. And they clamp the earrings on right as they make the circuit. And it creates this weird fusion reaction and they fuse twice. They wind up with a Gotenx that's fucking pure human and then a Tin that's pure Saiyan. <laughs> and what? Yeah. And then but like but it does specifically follow Tim because A it's been demonstrated that humans have in like like incredible fighting potential through like I mean Krillin's not Krillin's not gonna fight fucking Goku, but T Tien fucking fought self, like he was like doing shit to sell Tien's trunk. Kiko, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the spirit. The the triangle beam cannon was was fucking devastating. The uh, so like like it bas- so like from then on like it's basically like it follows Goten and Trunks and Goten and Trunks. Fuck power levels. <laughs> fuck Super Saiyans. And fuck. You! Yeah, basically, like, like, so you get, like, I think I think that would be a fun storyline to have. That would be really interesting. Excuse me. The, uh, but that's just me. You know, I'm not in charge of writing anything. But we are, uh, I don't think I have anything else that I could possibly say at the moment about Kingdom Hearts. I feel like I have gotten that out of my system. I'm a little tapped out, yeah. I uh, I, I do think we're going to get a big reveal about Sora and, and the nature of his somehow past existence. Um, I think I think Riku and Kairi are, and Axel are going to break an entire world trying to free Sora. <laughs> the entire after... They're going to destroy the afterlife, guys. Uh, trying to jailbreak Sora. And, uh, yeah, beyond that, fuck, I can't, I can't predict this shit. Usually I can be like, hmm, this is what's gonna happen. I don't know, they fucking, I don't know, the road's gonna be handsome next. (laughs) (laughs) 
I always feel really weird when I go down 4th Boulevard. That's because I've been handsome the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> you thought it was handsome, but it was me. Dio. Sight. It's really just handsome. Dio's Dio just handsome. handsome. <laughs> All right. Doggo, are you handsome? Say Doggo. I mean, he is injecting a lot of darkness into my life by waking me up early. <laughs> that's that's fair. All right, guys. That sounds about right. <clears throat> so uh, this is coming out uh, on our experimental release schedule. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about the release schedule. Let let us know in the comments what you think about Kingdom Hearts and if you've got any cool predictions. Uh, peace. Later.